Welcome to Reflections of Darkness, Shades of Grey, Episode 4. This is your gorgeous drag classic horror hostess, Evil, coming to you from my lair of eternal damnation. Hello all my classic horror fans. I hope you're all doing well and ready for a fun, quick little podcast. Before we jump into tonight's main feature, how about a quick reflection to get us warmed up? (laughs) So tonight's quick reflection is kind of related to tonight's feature. I watched Hollow Man from 2000, starring Kevin Bacon. Now, I can't remember if I saw this when it came out, because I feel like I was watching it for the first time, but that I had seen all the good parts. Maybe I saw them in clips or previews or whatever. Well, either way, I didn't hate it. It's clearly a late 90s, early 2000s vibe kind of movie, but the acting was good, the special effects were okay, And I liked the story, even though there were some rough parts. (laughs) But it did bring up a great question. What would you do if no one could see you? I know if I were invisible, the Hope Diamond would suddenly disappear. I don't know how. Somewhere. (laughs) If you want to share what you would do if you were invisible, message me at EvilQueenSF on Insta or head over to evilqueensf.com for all my other info. The other part of the movie I liked was that there was a nice bit of male nudity, which, as I always say, there needs to be more of in horror movies these days. So, I give Hollow Man from 2000 six and a half out of ten invisible gorillas. <laughs> well, I think it's time for us to get to our main feature. Enjoy. Tonight, I am reviewing The Invisible Man from 1933. Claude Rains is The Invisible Man. We start off in a snowstorm and a man making his way towards town. Cut to old-time podunk bar, darts and a player piano as a man comes in from the storm and everyone goes quiet. I'm guessing they all go quiet because he's a stranger because everyone who lives in that town is already at the bar. (laughs) So he requests a room with a sitting room. And the house lady or bar matron or whatever is played by Una O'Connor. And she is the best thing about this movie. She is a hoot. And she is acting for the back row in the building across the street. She is everything in this movie. (laughs) So she leads the man up to the room. But they have to go across a weird old crone bar room that was separate from the regular bar. I mean, was that a thing? Where they hid their wives or their old ladies or just women in general? Anyway... The matron gives him a room, and all the bar patrons wonder, Who is he? Oh, my God. If you ask me, he's a criminal flying from justice. Gone. He's snow blind. That's what he is. Has to wear goggles to save his eyes. Anyway, you be careful and lock your money up. We get our first look at him, and the special effects are not bad, especially for 1933. They are actually pretty good. We cut to a lab in a big mansion. The main actress, Flora, who has amazing eyebrows, and they are talking about a man named Jack, obviously the Invisible Man. Father. I wish you'd leave me alone, Flora, when I'm working. I can't bear it. We've got to do something. Do something? What about? About Jack. Oh, he'll come back. Don't you worry. Oh, Father, please put that horrid thing down and listen. It's nearly a month now, without a word. But the note he left was quite clear. He said we might not hear for a while. It's a good thing to go away when you're finishing a difficult experiment. What 
kind of experiment is it, Father? Oh, something of his own. I had a terrible feeling last night. I felt he was in desperate trouble. Hello, Kent. Flora's worried about Griffin. I don't wonder. I should have thought at least he could drop a line. It's a queer thing. It certainly is, considering he was in your employ. He had my permission to carry out his own experiments in his spare time. And to clear off when he liked, for as long as he liked. Oh, what does it matter if he's in trouble? Cut to a different lab back in the bar hotel, and the Invisible Man throws a fit, so they are going to evict him. But he didn't want to go, so they have to call the police. So the police comes in, and the Invisible Man gives him an ultimatum. Yeah, what's all this? Keep back there. Keep back me? You know who you're talking to? I give you a last chance to leave me alone. Give me a last chance. You've committed assault, this what you've done, and you can come along to the station with me. Come along now, come quietly, unless you want me to put the handcuffs on. Stop where you are. You don't know what you're doing. I know what I'm doing, all right. Come on. Get all of him. Knock him up. All right, you fools. You've brought it on yourselves. Everything would have come right if you'd only left me alone. You've driven me near madness with your peering through the keyholes and gaping through the curtains. And now you'll suffer for it. You're crazy to know who I am, aren't you? All right, I'll show you. There's a souvenir for you. And one for you. I'll show you who I am and what I am. <laughs> Look, he's all eaten away. Huh? How do you like that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jaffers, what do you think? He's invisible. That's what's the matter with him. If he gets the rest of them clothes off, we'll never catch him in a thousand years. So he takes off all his bandages, laughing maniacally, and there's no head. The effects are really good here. Then there's a little Benny Hill chase, and he strips down to nothing, chokes the policeman, and runs out, causing mayhem as he leaves. On a bicycle, he leaves. Oh, girl. On an old-timey bicycle? Ouch. Naked? Oh, girl. Okay. Then the doctor tells the story of a drug that draws out the color from whatever it's on. Yes, something, Kemp. What is it? Bad news? It's only a rough note. A list of chemicals. And the last on the list is monocaine. Monocaine? What is monocaine? Monocaine's a terrible drug. I never heard of it. You wouldn't, Kemp. It's never used now. I didn't know it was even made. It's a drug that's made from a flower that's grown in India. It draws color from everything it touches. Years ago, they tried it for bleaching cloth. They gave it up because it destroyed the material. That doesn't sound very terrible. Yes, I know, but it does something else, Kemp. It was tried out on some poor animal, a dog, I believe. It was injected under the skin, and it turned the dog dead white, like a marble statue. Isn't that so? Yes, and it also sent it raving mad. You surely don't think... I only pray to God that Griffin hasn't been meddling with this ghastly stuff. He'd never touch a thing with madness in it. He might not know. I found that experiment in an old German book just by chance. The English books only describe the bleaching power. They were printed before the German experiment. What are we going to do, Doctor? I think we must tell the police that Griffin's disappeared. But only that he's disappeared. 
I put you on your honor, Kemp, not to breathe a word of this to anyone. Cut to the other doctor's house, and the invisible man starts talking to him, demanding bandages and PJs and such. And these dark glasses that are awesome. I want a pair. They're kind of like wraparound, but they're all segmented. If you watch the movie, you'll know immediately what I'm talking about. And they are amazing. And I think I've seen them in other horror movies. And they also had them in uh, Elvira's Haunted Hills. Those glasses are great. Then we get a little explanation about the drugs. One day I'll tell you everything. There's no time now. I began five years ago in secret working all night, every night, right into the dawn. A thousand experiments, a thousand failures. And then, at last, the great, wonderful day. But Griffin, it's ghastly. The great, wonderful day. The last little mixture of drugs. I couldn't stay here any longer, Kemp. I couldn't let you see me slowly fading away. So I packed up and went to a little village for secrecy and quiet to finish the experiment and complete the antidote, the way back to visible man again. I meant to come back just as I was when you saw me last. But the fools wouldn't let me work in peace. I had to teach them a lesson. But why? Why do it, Griffin? Just a scientific experiment at first. That's all. To do something no other man in the world had done. But there's more to it than that, Kemp. I know now. It came to me suddenly. The drugs I took seemed to light up my brain. Suddenly I realized the power I held. The power to rule, to make the world grovel at my feet. <laughs> I think the Invisible Man has gone a little crazy. <laughs> Cut to the bar, and the policeman skeptic interviewing all of the townspeople as the Invisible Man comes back for his notes, and he kills the police skeptic. I guess he's not skeptical anymore. <laughs> then he explains a little about being invisible. There are one or two things you must understand, Kemp. I must always remain in hiding for an hour after meals. The food is visible inside me until it is digested. I can only work on fine, clear days. If I work in the rain, the water can be seen on my head and shoulders. In a fog, you can see me like a bubble. In smoky cities, the soot settles on me until you can see a dark outline. You must always be near at hand to wipe off my feet. Even dirt between my fingernails would give me away. It is difficult at first to walk downstairs. We are so accustomed to watching our feet. But these are trivial difficulties. We shall find ways of defeating everything. Cut to a party and the radio interrupts and has breaking news. I must interrupt the dance music for a moment. I have an urgent message from police headquarters. Early this evening, we broadcast a report of an invisible man. The report has now been confirmed. It appears that an unknown man, by scientific means, has made himself invisible. He has attacked and killed a police inspector and is now at large. The chief of police appeals to the public for help and assistance. Those willing to cooperate in the search are requested to report tomorrow morning to their local station. The invisible man works without clothing. He will have to seek shelter. You're requested to lock every door and window and every outbuilding he may use to hide in. The police will be glad to receive any suggestions that will help in capturing the fugitive. Remember, he's solid but cannot be seen. A reward of 1,000 pounds will be given to any person whose information leads to his capture. The police appeal to the public to keep calm and to admit uniformed search parties to all property. Then a montage of people locking their doors. 
Flora, with the eyebrows, comes to see the Invisible Man at Dr. Kemp's house. We find out that he did it to impress Flora, so really it was all a woman's fault. I mean, I knew it. <laughs> As he makes a big, world-conquering speech, the police starts surrounding the house. So he leaves, and he starts playing with the police. You know, poking them, tripping them, playing with their hat. It's very funny. Then he just, he gets away, and then he just starts killing people and stealing money. You know, I think whatever this drug is really is messing with his mind. So the police know that the Invisible Man will be at Dr. Kemp's house at 10 to kill him. So they hatch a plan to catch him. And then he tricks all of them, went through all their traps, and got to Kemp in his car, drives him away, and then he kills him. And it is rough. Then the police get a bit of luck, and it snows. So he will leave tracks wherever he walks. And he's naked in the snow, so he's got to be cold. So they corner him in a farmer's barn, so they set the barn on fire to smoke him out. Then they follow his tracks and shoot him. So they got him. Cut to the hospital where he is dying from his wounds because they can't operate. Because they can't see his wounds. So they bring Flora in before he dies. And then as he dies, he slowly fades back into being visible because the drugs wore off. The end. Great movie. Fun acting. Cool premise. I mean, the only thing, it could have been longer. I love all the effects. Uh, 9 out of 10 awesome sunglasses. Great movie. Well, that was The Invisible Man from 1933. And again, like I said at the beginning, what would you do if you were invisible? And is it because no one could see him? Was that the reason he went crazy and started killing and committing crimes? Or was it the drug? I don't know. I mean, we'll never know. Do you think we'll ever find a way to be invisible? I know The Invisible Man movie from 2020 is about a new way to go about that. But I haven't seen that one yet, so I don't know. So maybe they already can do it. And there are invisible people all around us. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Head over to evilqueensf.com for all my socials and other info. And, well, that's enough horror for me tonight. As always, keep watching scary movies. Bye-bye. Right up to the top of his head, all round his ears. Any blood? No, no blood. Looks like some kind of horrible accident. Bumped his head on the prison wall, getting over.